Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital, and welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the second part of my conversation with Logan. As I mentioned in last week's episode, we ran very long, so decided to split this up into two. On this edition, we focus primarily on hands-on impressions for Halo Infinite, Battlefield 2042. We even chat about the uh, the landscape of reviews, streaming content, all that good stuff as well. So sit back and relax. And enjoy. Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Well, let's finish up on some first-person shooter news and impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, we had you on a few weeks ago, as people know, to talk about <coughs> Halo, Battlefield, Call of Duty, Vanguard. At that point, you'd only had hands-on on Vanguard only, and it appeared mm. to punish it. It was it was dropped from one of the most anticipated titles to the bottom of the three. And I think we settled on Battlefield first, Halo second, Vanguard third. You've now had a chance to at least play... Halo Infinite and Battlefield 2042, although experiences are completely varied, as we'll get to. But let's start with Infinite, because I feel like there's less to be said about that. There was an in-flight test, and essentially, from my understanding, is they only opened the PvP player versus player elements up at silly o'clock hours for UK people, and thus you were not forced, but being sensible could only really play against bots. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the times that I was probably good to play, yeah, it didn't really work. So I think it was there was, an, there was a morning... It, I, I, they weren't that horrific, I guess, because I think the evening slot where it was, I think it was Pacific Standard Time, worked out for the morning slot over here, and then the evening slot over there worked out, so it's vice versa. So whenever the it was the morning slot in America, it's the evening slot here. Yeah. So it worked out okay, but it wasn't ideal times for me to get on. No. Um, is that is a bit disappointing? Is that because you know parent now appointment gaming isn't really a thing for you? Like yeah, people come I mean, to you and say you can just, you can only play our game during these hours. You're like, well, I can't. It's as simple basically. as that. Basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm either working yeah. or parenting. Yeah. Like it's 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 not ideal. So <laughs> then, obviously, a weekend you go. Well, I'm parenting or or parenting. It, it's so it's it's or difficult to get this or whining. Yeah, I mean, and I get I get a what a two hour slot at the minute over lunch, but then a lunchtime it wasn't on, so I couldn't do it. So I thought I still want to sort of get a bit of a feel for it. So they let you play against bots and. Obviously, you can only get. I heard so you got much beat from... quite badly by the bots. That's what I'm told. I was just messing around with it, to be honest. I, I didn't even really bother putting them on a difficult, a huge amount of difficulty. I was like, just give me unlimited ammo. Yeah. Let me play around with the weapons, the gunplay, see what it, see what everything does, and yeah, I mean, it's it sort of get a bit of a feel for the maps, and some of the maps are good. I, I do like some of the maps. They're they're pretty cool. Um. It's the thing with Halo. It's kind of all very close quarters. You die, you're straight back into it, you know, relatively quickly. Um, it felt, you know, it felt solid. It felt like Halo. It didn't feel, from memory, like a huge step from what Halo 5 was like online. I felt like... Which, that's interesting. Because when you first said that, I was like, he's talking mm. shit. But then I remembered that Halo 5 had quite a lot of changes that Halo hadn't had before. Like, it had Sprint... You could yeah. clamber up on things. I know this has got the grappling hook, which offers you know yeah. completely different things to be getting on with. Mm. But I feel like you're right in saying that if you compare it directly to Halo 5, the, the pace has already quickened by that point. Once Halo 5 yep. came out, the pace had quickened. Historically, you go out to 3, which is probably the pinnacle for us in terms of Halo's mm. time. Much slower paced. But you couldn't even aim down sights. Now that's you know all those barriers yeah, have already yeah. been pushed out through four and five. This is mm. now a refinement of what they were trying to get to. Perhaps I don't know. But... Yeah, I mean it felt it felt like it was a a step forward. I mean you still got the classic kind of hip fire, yeah. left and right dodging kind of 
mechanics, it still feels like Halo. But yeah, it's, you know, it felt very much more close quarters. You've obviously got... Um, <laughs> you've got you got the battle rifles and things like that, which is it feels silly, to be honest. It feels almost borderline broken in terms of how much more powerful that is. Against... Oh, really? So if you pick that up, yeah. you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it. Um, I can't remember the actual name of the gun, but they've got this like spear gun that I don't ever remember playing with before, which literally... It's like a rocket launcher, but it's got a, a spear on the end that just empowers people in one if you hit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's it's pretty cool. So, yeah, but it feels in, in no bad way. It feels like a Halo. Um, well, it feels a lot like Halo Five to me. Got some cool weapons and things, and yeah, I think people are going to enjoy it. Um, and I think, as I said to you, I was less fussed about making a specific effort to try and get on at one of those specific times because mm. it's coming out free to play right. anyway. There's no so it's kind of like risk yeah. attached to this. You're going to be playing that multiplayer for free anyway. Even if you're not a yeah. member of Game Pass, you're getting that. Even if you're not a member of Xbox Gold, you're getting that. It's just free for any old cunt to go and get. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I did also watch some streamers playing it in their... PST slots. Yes. So, Dr. Disrespect, Tim the Tapman, um, and a couple of others. O-taps. They were doing it. They were doing it. Ah, forget them. Um, they were doing it, and I didn't feel like I was getting a huge, different, hugely different experience by playing the bots, if that makes sense. So, it was the same maps. It was the same sort of thing. So, I was like, I'm kind of okay with just giving this a go here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it felt okay. Yeah, I, I, I had no. It, I think some of the guys when they were while I was watching the stream, they mentioned on some of the maps their frame rate dropped. Yeah. Um. So there's still some issues that it looks like they need to iron out on it. Um. Tell you what yeah, I saw, a complete outsider's view. I just saw mass excitement and sharing of clips less than a minute showing like cool moments in the game mm. like someone would be running towards to get a power weapon they, they see like the enemy and they're just grappling hook towards it and like there was all this crazy stuff happening and it looked like good fun but I don't remember too many games getting or at least on my feed I should say having that level of excitement and those sort of those moments that just look like fun and it's obviously difficult with bots and whatnot. And you, you said you've watched a few streams and whatnot. Is it just that my feed is, was populated with that for you know for reasons that are because I'm following X people, or mm. do you feel like actually this game has potential to offer just some just those crazy moments where you're like fucking hell, I can't believe it just happened. Like I saw capture some the flag of- stuff going on. I was like, that looks like mad shit fun. That looks like mad shit fun. I hope so. No. I, I think problem is. Battle Royales changed the landscape in terms of playability of multiplayers. And I mean that because people used to stream and play multiplayers all day long and arguably get the same or a similar outcome. And the feedback from a lot of the people that played it was like, yeah, I'll play it for a bit when it's out, um, but I probably don't see myself playing it long term Mm. was was the feel for it because it it gets boring and samey. I think you have to be a certain type of person to want to keep doing that now that Battle Royale is a more mainstream way of playing it. But I think the added mechanic of the grappling hook should give some good moments. Oh, yeah. And I still feel like there's, you know, there's always going to be a hardcore set of people that will just love Halo. Mm. Um, I would like to see it become kind of a big game. Does that make sense? I mean, it obviously is a big game, no, but a, pop, mean, a hugely like... popular one long term rather than a sort of initial, oh, Halo's out. Thing is, you know, you, three weeks, month, and say, it dies off. I think what's happened here, I don't know if this is fair or not, but everyone, you say Halo 5 to people and they go, fuck me, that was shit. That's what they say. They, they're like, oh, that was, they bastardized the franchise. They, they did this, they did that. They, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't very good. You look mm. at the, the score, and I've just gone on to Open Critic. Like, it's an 84. Pretty good. Like, yeah. this this year, that's in the upper half of, like, good games. And mm. I know people have expectation that Halo is going to be a 90 or whatnot. But 
I feel like the campaign dragged that fucker down so badly in like the the the, the yeah. conversation. Whereas the multiplayer stuff, like you're saying, they made all these changes that mm. to, to make to you know evolve the gameplay, like aiming down yeah. sights, sprinting, clambering on fucking edges, getting hand on it. Like they don't, they did all that stuff, and yes, they done that wreck system where I think you could you could pay to win, not quite, but you could pay to like get better drops and whatnot, which was a bit dodge and whatnot. But generally, when you when you talk to a, a human being about Halo, they'll always say the campaign was so bad. Uh, so, uh, Chris, it was so it bad. It was. It was. That's what they'll say, and they're they're right. Yeah. But that's got nothing to do with the multiplayer part of it. Yeah. And in this case, mm. Infinite's going to be segregated quite significantly because multiplayer is free. You Maybe even, that's part of the reason they've done it. You ain't even got to be worried about the the campaign, really. Hmm. The conversation shouldn't be dragged over. I still think there'll be a civil war because there's there is an audience that plays Halo for the campaigns and plays a bit yeah. of multiplayer. And on the other side, yeah. there's a lot of people that play it for the multiplayer side of things. But like, there are some games where people expect top tier from both. It's too like, much. If you take Call of Duty as an example, mm. no one will ever sl- slander that for its campaign being shit. Like it's always there, but. No one ever goes Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh yeah, the campaign on that yeah. game was was really bad. Whereas you get Gears of War, for example. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's both. It's got to have a good online experience and a good multiplayer experience. Uh, sorry, and a good single player experience. It can't. People are invested in both of those, and I think Halo's the same franchise in that it's invested in both. Yeah. If one isn't at, at, at a level, then it it. it gets knocked down for it and i think it's it's just unfortunate really that to a certain extent that i mean you, you basically judge games by their highs yeah right? and call of duty's never been i mean you could argue the modern warfare campaign and there was some some good moments when in they, that when they dropped really zombies it's... mode in the first time i remember just being like this mm. is great for world of war but uh, that's the, yeah, yeah that is interesting yeah that absolutely happens because then we was talking about the difference differences between Microsoft and Sony earlier. Mm. Sony's big hitters, God of War, Spider-Man, Uncharted, uh, The Last of Us, Days Gone was the big hitter, but it, you know, it's one of the big games. Mm. They're all single player. They don't even mm. most of them don't even give you the chance to play multiplayer. So they don't have to mm. deal with any of that conversation. They just no. they're like it's a single player game. It, how good? How good a single player game is it? Isn't all the all the critics go, yeah, fucking nineties, and they're like, they walk away from it. Okay, this ha- is easy. This get this lot. Yeah, Halo is in a very tricky position where it's had great campaigns throughout, mm. and then is expected to produce on the multiplayer front. And what's happened is the multiplayer front. I feel like it's always been decent. I know the Master Chief Collection was a disaster in terms of matchmaking and working. I couldn't mm. get it to work ever. But then if half one part of it's not very good. It gets absolutely crapped on. I think, yeah. I hope that Infinite is an opportunity for them to evolve beyond that. In the same way that Battlefield have gone, look, we ain't even doing campaigns. Mm. We just aren't dealing with it. We're not going to spend time and money doing it. You're, we know the hardcore players and most of the people that play this is here for the multiplayer. Yeah, I'm hoping that Halo, in separating it like this, Infinite multiplayer at least can just be looked at upon its as its yeah. own like platform and you're like yeah what a great hopefully a great multiplayer experience it is and then you know dregs like me that play a lot of single player stuff will moan and go ah oh, fucking campaign <laughs> ah, 45 quid it's on game part but I think these days it's unrealistic to expect a game to to be fighting on both fronts there's just so few it's of them out there. It's interesting, isn't it? There's very it, few out there that changed. can do it. It's very hard. And most... Uh, I'm surprised, to be honest with you, that Call of Duty is still continuing to churn out campaigns. Mm. Uh, I really am, I think... That's why I always respect Call of Duty, evolved. because it's always got a campaign, it's yeah. always got multiplayer, and it's all, mm. always got zombies? Uh, not always, Mostly. but I think... I'm pretty sure Vanguard's going to have them yeah. as well. So, And it's got some that, sort of Warzone component to it as well. So now they've got four fronts yeah. to fuck around yeah. with. Like, mm. I'll never say Call of Duty's not worth the money if you enjoy that, that loot because that's a hell of a lot of 
different audiences to be fighting at. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't know whether it's the case, but I think generally speaking as well now, they used to charge for Mac map pack updates yes. and they chuck them out free. Um, so they, they, and they're always updating all the online playlists and things. So in terms of actual content there and variety, you can't knock them, whether you actually enjoy the game or the the mechanics or not is another thing. But um, yeah, I think it is difficult for, for them. And it's, I am surprised that they continue to do it. Um, because getting onto probably what we need to get onto, which is Battlefield, they've yeah. decided to go down that route. I mean, Battlefield was never one that people bought for the campaigns. I can't remember anyone ever playing a Battlefield campaign. Ever since I've known it, it's been huge online games. But we talk about earlier on, like our spending habits, and mm. that kind of plays into what, what, how much do we value games for? Mm. Like, is it, it, there's definitely a shift happening. Like. Battlefield's going to be the same price it was five years ago, and it's not going to have a component for people that want to play single mm. player. Yeah. Yet, I mean, we don't know how it's going to perform. It might, mm. it might be a disaster. But they're going full in just multiplayer only, like Titanfall did. That was, mm. multi- that was multiplayer only. That kind of for me was like one of the first ones, and people were like, oh, it's yeah. a fucking beater. It ain't even got, ain't got a campaign. And to be fair, Respawn done the titanfall 2 and done a great single player campaign so it was like cool maybe they yeah, should have like, we one. can do it we just chose not to because there was about five of us at the time yeah exactly <laughs> but like battlefield maybe have made the right decision just from a resource perspective but will they just lose people that just i don't know who these people are but they just played it for the six hours and binned it or do mm. people just know that battlefield's a multiplayer game and that that's what you're playing it for. Like games are becoming more and more not niche because these aren't niche mm. markets; they're huge. But they're becoming more focused, I should say. Like, uh, that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. yeah, some games, I guess, still straddle both well. But you'd probably argue in a time when money is more important than ever, and allocating resources, you know, more important than ever. You look at someone like Battlefield, and you, they've gone. You know, where's our audience? You know, yeah. the majority of these are here for this multiplayer, massive online game experience. So they've gone, right, okay, we'll give you 128 players on a map then. Yeah. Um, That's what we can we'll do. we'll focus on, on making this as, as good as we can, as an appealing as we can, rather than split our time between the two. Um, and you've got to say, it's, it, is, it is making it interesting to see how these companies and these studios are re-diverting and reinventing their games to try and, you know, be the top of the pack, mm. if you know what I mean, or to try and find the next Warzone, to try and find the next Fortnite, sort of to try and be that big game that explodes well, on the scene. That's the elephant in the room, isn't it? Warzone and Fortnite, free mm. to play. Like, well, this is the thing. Imagine, yeah. like, Xbox One, PS4 era, that was almost... Like, if something was free to play, you was like, oh. Yeah. What, what are they doing with that? As Fortnite came in, it, it changed people. Now we've got Warzone, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe EA will do Ultimate Team free to play. I mean, I don't see why they're not. Like, there's made to be yeah. out there. Like, the, 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 you remove the barriers. <laughs> we've got Halo Infinite and whatnot. But you're right, mm. like, free to play has had a huge impact on that well the, the model the changed last... didn't it yeah the model changed from just getting your you know your, your 40 quid your 45 pound for the game and a couple of bits of dlc a year um and hopefully you can release some cosmetics that get a, a bit of money to actually going well everyone loves the cosmetics so let's just give them a shitload of cosmetics yeah. and just keep reinventing that and it <clears throat> people have just chucked money at it and it, it's obviously a more lucrative way of of paying for the game than it is by just saying here's an entry fee, basically. Yeah. Um, and it it's one of those things that you'd look at in hindsight and you go, well, obviously this is you know this is a win win for everyone. It's kind of like if you want all these funky looking stuff, then you can give us a bit of money for it. But if you don't play our game, enjoy it. Mm. Um, and chances are they know that ninety eight percent of people, whatever over the lifetime of playing the game, will put some money into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Interesting, I think, 
very interesting. Yeah, and like Halo Infinite, I think's extremely interesting. That they're just yeah. separating it. They're saying that the multiplayer is free. Mm. Free. You don't even need to fucking have Game Pass, Xbox. You don't need the campaign. You don't need to. You don't need to bother about what Master Chief's next step is. You can just play <laughs> the multiplayer free. And the yeah. further they can do off deviate away from that, I think the better off they'll be long term. And and maybe you just have Halo Five, the story game, and it's like then people like me know what to target for. We yeah. don't. I don't need to sit there getting excited about Halo Infinite's two point release because it's all going to be multiplayer focused. But when they come mm. to me and say, "Look, we've got the Master Chief's expanded stories coming," maybe I'll look towards that, and then. Yeah. They're not expected to straddle the lines then, in the same way that God of War's not, in the same way that Spider-Man's not, in the same way that The Last of Us is not, in the same way that Days Gone was not, in the same way that Ghosts of Tsushima was not expected to straddle mm. the multiplayer and single-player lines. It's, we are getting less per purchase, but I feel like overall we're getting better quality in those focused markets that like we're not... Uh, things yeah. aren't getting spread thin across two because they haven't got a cater for one they just go right bin it let's make this the it's best what we can. it's what I prefer it's what I you know Back I, for Blood I the single so. player campaign you're not going to play it <laughs> like, imagine if they made that you'd be like what is that it's okay I don't know I think there's probably I wonder if there's a bit of elitism in the in the development community where there's kind of something more prestigious in having one of these story games that everyone sort of fawns over rather than having one of these free to play because Fortnite took so much criticism for their business model, for their approach, for everything. Now everyone's copied you know, it. Now everyone's copied it. And it's like <laughs> they, they they were kind of the, the, the marked enemy um, in a lot of ways and they just tore up the rule book, I think, and, and reinvented it. And now everyone's sort of gone, well, we could do that in some form with our game. Um, and most games have. I mean, Rocket League's now completely different. Call mm-hmm. of Duty's completely different. Because Rocket League's of it. free like, to play. It, it was free initially because it came with PlayStation yeah. Plus. And I remember I was sitting there five, mm. six years ago going, this is the best PlayStation Plus ever. It was like, we're getting this game for free. Mm. And fast forward five years, Epic bought them and went, everyone can have it. Because we know... Mm. People like you are going to get that Tyrannosaurus Rex fucking sound and pay yeah. pay a couple of quid for it. Yeah, and, and I, the thing is, I part I, I kind of rockets. I don't. Well, I don't mind. I, it's a conscious thing for me, right? And it was the same with Fortnite. I don't mind giving a bit of my money to them for mm. something that I'm playing a lot of and I enjoy. Like to me, you feel obligated to just give something back because. Yeah. Hmm. I do, yeah. In a, in a weird kind of way, obviously, you know, I don't Rocket League. I haven't bought a huge amount on. I bought a little bit on Fortnite, not not more than forty quid's worth. I don't think. Mm. But that's where I draw the line. I go, if they're giving me this experience for nothing and they're putting all this content on here, why not give them a little bit back to say, like, thanks. That's kind of okay in my mind. It almost feels like I'm taking the piss if I pay play one of these games for nothing and don't give something if I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It feels yeah. a bit... It's like turning up at someone's house and giving you dinner. You're going, that's a really nice meal and you haven't bought a bottle of wine or... Oh. Do you know what I mean? You're supposed it to feels, do that, are you? Allegedly so, yeah. Well, not this yeah. Ryoka because I've drunk it. <laughs> well, no. Um, but yeah, it's a bit like that for me. Um, so I don't normally mind. But it's... I like the fact that they give everyone the choice almost of to say, it's here if you want it. Do what you want. We it, don't. It's fascinating that that works because mm, it is inherently you think people are so selfish. They won't part of their money. And I know you get something in return. You get an object mm. or a soundbite or a, a skin. But it's fascinating that the, the, the free-to-play games that are real successes, like, they make so much money just off of but people think, that want to just have something and feel like they give back. I mean, Paper's in the chat now. He's saying... It's similar to him with Guild Wars too. Mm. Like he loves that game, so every time there's an expansion, he'll buy it. Mm. But then ultimately, if there's skins and whatnot, he feels like he wants to give back to them, so he'll buy mm. a skin. Like, yeah, but there is—you got to remember—there is also the part where they want all these big influential streamers and people playing their games. They want them. They give them the skins. They do all this stuff <clears throat> so that people see them on their favorite streamers 
stream and go, I want that because he's got it or whatever it might be. Um, so there is obviously a marketing element, you know, and they do obviously want people to buy these and things. Yeah. But I prefer, I like the fact that they're moving to this model rather than this hateful loot box model. Randomized. You don't know what you're going to get. Randomized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as long as we move away from that, move away, move forward to this model, I think it's a, a, a win-win for gamers in a lot of way. Excellent. That's all I had to chat about this week. When we... we didn't touch on Battlefield, so do you want to do that oh! quickly? Battlefield 2042. Yes. Hands-on. Hands-on experience. Yeah, yeah. Played... Here's what I've heard. You tell me if it's wrong. Yeah. I've heard it's a bit rough around the edges. There's weird graphical glitches going on. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. But overall can be a fun game. If you like Battlefield, you'll be looked after etc etc so let's start on the technical side of things good bad or indifferent it's buggy as fuck at least right. that beta was yeah it was buggy as fuck i mean there was there was graphical kind of glitches sort of like you played it on xbox <laughs> yeah yeah well you should have played on the new ps5 with the new power system put in it that one but you fucking... weren't there it yeah. weren't back for it was it, it was didn't in, have a choice it was in fucking gerwin land <laughs> yes, in, in holland yeah um but yeah, I played that on the Series X. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, there's just so many bugs. Like, there'd be times when, basically, <laughs> you're normally used to going in these games, customising your class before you land in there and then selecting it. Well, on this one, they turn the rule book upside down. You kind of pick your class and specialist and then subclass. So I expected you to be able to pick a medic class and she'd always be a medic, but she isn't. She's kind of locked to this... Um, special if you like and that's the only thing that's different so you can be a medic can't remember her name now and you can pick a sniper loadout but you'll still have your healing gun thing yep. so they've given that flexibility because i think people were a bit like oh but we don't want to be that and do this or whatever we, you know so they they mix that up but then when you get in the game you get the bog standard version of your rifle and then you have to press a button and customize it in game as you're playing and it's a bit weird Sorry, do that again Right, so you get into you, you select your specialist, I've done select that. the subclass. So I'm sitting here with a sniper rifle. It's just a bog standard sniper rifle. It's got no sight on it. It's got no extended mags. It's got none of that stuff. You then hold, I think it was L1, and then it brings up this kind of like um, plus menu, and you have to press Y X amount of times to get to the site that you want. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't, it's so hard to explain. No, I'm so not saying it's your fault for describing it wrong, but this sounds awful. No. Yeah, so basically, you, you so you spawn in, you're standing there. I've got my you're standing in spawn. Yep. You've got your gun out. Yep. You then have to press L1, and then that brings up this menu. And then you'd have your sight on the up, basically, on this like up first. So you've got like a circle in the middle, right, that's doing nothing. And then you've got sights on the top. <laughs> mags on the right this is weapon got, mods of these yeah weapon mods on the right you've got but you can surely just set a loadout and have this every time no sorry <laughs> so I've just sat there I've just bought, I've just loaded the game yeah. in yeah and I've spent less than a minute probably so I've put a silencer on I've done yeah uh, a red site dot whatever mm -hmm. I've done and I think, right, yeah. I'm done. I've run out, I've died. And I think, fucking hell, that, I told Logan yeah. to fucking cover me and he hasn't from that snapping position. So I'm already annoyed. And I go, right, mm. let's spawn back in. Let's use the same loadout. Let's go. So that, it does respawn you with your last... But if you want to change it... Up. But then if you want to change it or you change your specialist, you then spawn in again. So if you change your specialist, rifle. it moves it. <clears throat> and then in the next game, when you select that specialist, it doesn't remember how you set it up. So you scored again with... Yeah, so that was a bit... I was like, I don't understand why they've ripped up the rule book for this. It seems a bit back to front. Um, but yeah, and there'd be times there's like a certain site that you can have on, which has got like a holographic site and then a red dot site. And you can press the thumbstick in to change between the two <clears throat> as you're aiming down site. And there'd be times when it just wouldn't change. Like you'd be pressing the button to change it, and it wouldn't change. And yeah, it was just, 
it was just really glitchy and like when you're going up ladders and stuff you'd have a parachute on like so rather than with on. the parachute you jump mm. off something yeah is it, is it auto uh yes so it won't let you splat uh if you then i think it auto deploys but then if you, you can cut, pull you it can away cut it off right. yeah okay so you can splat yourself if you want to interesting um, I, quite, I quite like that yeah, yeah, like it's it's fine, but yeah, it's just it was just really, it's just really buggy. There was just loads of random bugs as well. I think Pete got stuck in a vehicle. Um, but he's a bald mug. I mean, he is. That's he's the OG what, bald mug, I should say. He's not the only bald is, mug. Yeah, in no, society. he's the OG bald mug. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was really mug. buggy. Um, but generally, I have to say, it was a lot of fun. Um, okay, why? It was a lot of fun. Um, I think it's just the same thing that it always is with Battlefield, where you're jumping with your mates and it's just carnage. Like, you mm. just, we found ourselves hunkered down in this, um, in a building um, with a chopper going over us, literally just pounding the shit out of the building. You've got people that are trying to get in and there's people just squawking off everywhere. And it's just a bit of, it's just, it's just good fun with all the, all the, Chaos play styles, and it's just it is chaos, but it's it's a good organized chaos. And then I'm going right, okay, I'm gonna have to change to change my class up, make sure I've got an anti aircraft gun. You sort of change it up a bit, and then you find that your team composition to a certain extent sorts out the scenario. Yeah, um, and as always, I love the sniping on Battlefield, is something that's just super satisfying about it. I was going through some of my old clips that I'd saved down from Battlefield 1 that I'd taken. I'd Where just, did you save them? What console? Xbox. They kept them? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was trying to send one through yesterday, but I didn't have enough signal when I was on holiday, so I couldn't send it through. I'd send it through after this. That's a great thing about Xbox, um, is that um, I know people online, not real friends, but they've um, they had saves dating back to like 2012, Mm. And Phil would already upload them to the cloud, and then they now through back compat they can access them. And yeah, it, it brings a save forward. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, it's. I, I like the way that there's some that are still. I had a FIFA 15 one on there as well that I had. Like, there's some pretty cool ones. It just keeps them there. It's not like Apple where they go well, or Google Photos where they go well. If you don't do something and pay some money, then you lose all this. Yeah. They kind of just keep it there for you and go. If you want it, it's there. We ain't doing anything with it, um, but yeah, Battlefield was was good fun. It's it was was and wasn't what I expected. I expected it to be more polished than it was. I'm surprised at how how buggy it was, considering how undifferent a lot of it is. If that makes sense, um, is there not a symptom of it being? I don't know what the build was. That he, was it an alpha or beta? I can't believe it's a beta. It. Oh, it was an open beta. Yeah, second and that's stage. The thing. Yeah, and better delay, mm, so it's concerning. Is, it is. I was surprised at this point when it's coming out in what not about six weeks, I think. Yeah, that it's still struggling with some like fundamental bits of turt that were going on in that multiplayer. And if that's what you're solely focusing on, you've got nothing else. Mm. How is that getting through? Some of the play tests, I don't know. We've just sat there 20 minutes saying it's great that people are focusing on just the the, the best things of the game. Mm. And then we've got EA going, well, we tried, but we ain't focused well, on it. Well, I've never played... I don't. I can't remember a beta that I've played that was that rough. Really? Like, I've played beta, yeah, yeah. Like, in terms of, like, glitches and graphical... Like, graphical stuff, I was surprised at. Like, it... it, it normally when you play a beta you come across like an unbalanced weapon or something that's just ridiculous or whatever like there'll be little things where you just put down to a to a beta balancing Hmm. connection issues things like that but when you've got fundamental graphical glitches and you know game glitches you can't aim properly down sights it just seems odd that it's got through that to that point where there's people that are raising it. Um, but pretty much the reception that I saw was pretty much, it's going to, to your point, it's going to be one of those games, I think, that has a lot of good clips. And there's a, there's a specific YouTuber that I follow that does a still, yeah, that still does a Let's lot talk. of Modern Warfare 
and Call of Duty content. And he said that he sees Battlefield as being one of those fun games that will produce lots of funny moments and clips. Sort of content for him and his clips for his videos. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Funny, he, he got... Go on. No, he got about three or four videos, I think, out of the beta uh, with all different clips and things that they were trying to do and certain, you know, funny moments and stuff. You think if you're just getting that out of a beta, <clears throat> you know, what are they going to get once they figure out the full game? It's funny because old paper was in the chat earlier whilst we was talking about Halo and he mm. said, he said, are games forced to have clip moments? Moments that are sub sixty seconds that can be shared on social media. I don't think they're forced, but if you're a marketing man, if you're Alan sitting there at the very top of the tree and you've got some marketing scrub, you might say to little Tom and say, Look, make sure there's some clip moments. Like, does that sort of stuff help in your view that you can see like you know what it's like, you scroll through your timeline and you think, What's that clip? And it's thirty, mm. forty seconds long and you're like, Cool. Yeah, but I think that's what part I I think most people play multiplayer games for those clip moments. To team I think if you've, <clears throat> Well, yeah, it's like one of these how creative and for a lot of the content creators, it becomes the how creative can I be in this game at killing people or or doing something funny in this game. I mean, look at what Red versus Blue did and yeah. with Halo and stuff like that. Like what the things that you can do and create content out of a game is a really important thing. And I you know, when I when I'm watching games, I'm I'm looking at it thinking, how what what fun things can I do with this? Um, you know, I don't want to just run around with an assault rifle just shooting people in the chest. Like it's not that that is fun to a certain extent, but you want to do things outside of that which change it up. Um and I think doing some funny stuff, you know, seeing bodies blast off a building, changing your weapon up, you know, hitting people with certain different grenades and stuff. And I think that's become an important mechanic. And it's, it's your point, you know, it's it's good for marketing, right? You know, mm. if, if, if people can't create content out of your game in, the, in this day and age, if people can't create content, that's a huge loss of revenue and marketing, mm. free marketing for you that you're going to lose out on. And mm. you want these people, these popular YouTubers and streamers playing your game. When you look at Among Us, how has that really got popular? Because people started streaming it, because people started playing mm. it. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it had been out for fucking two years. No mm. cunt cared. And yet yeah. suddenly it got, it got pulled into a circle of like streamers and whatnot. Mm. And then suddenly it was, it was the thing, wasn't it? Over over lockdown, mm. it was. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we played it. Pretty much everyone. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a bit like ball guys, where it's like this massive high followed by this like massive dip. But there were still a lot of streamers that played Among Us. There probably still are some popular ones that still jump into it for some for some content. But um, I think that is a massive thing for games now. You know the look at how it affected Fortnite. look how it's affected warzone mm-hmm. um and they're a massive voice in the community you know you've got dr disrespect that's out there almost every day slagging off warzone for something that he doesn't like and slowly they they do change these things when streamers vote with their feet and move away from games you all of a sudden see them start going oh all right yeah we'll, we'll do this or we'll do that or they <laughs> they do something to it it's it is a massive thing for them yeah, it's a different world. Yeah, but you've got, uh, you've got to be cognizant of what's going on around you and the, the people, what people are saying. Because mm. look, there's people younger than us that are going to grow up and spend more money than us, and then ultimately, if they're getting their opinions or their not their opinions, they're getting their, I guess their their direction off of a YouTuber. Mm. You'd be stupid as a corporate <laughs> entity not to think. Probably need to invest some money in there and like but you can't you can't just say here's like you will not get away mm. with just paying them off they will be as blunt as they they need to be so at the end of the day it comes down to the product like the it's product interesting. Yeah. If the product's a load of old shit dr mm. disrespect doesn't matter if they gave him 10 million he's gonna say that's dump yeah he would yeah and that's yeah like it's not this people are like well they've been paid off of course they haven't 
Well, you say that. It's interesting because when it was Wildcat that produces quite a lot of others producing that battlefield content, and he was in his, his first video that he did, there was something ridiculous that happened, and he criticised, and he went, oh, I could say that because this isn't a sponsored stream or sponsored content. Right, so there was... Right. So this is something... You know, and everyone's always aware of it, right? Yeah. When it's a when it's a sponsored stream or when they're paid to play a game, they have to declare it. But they're naturally not going to go. You've paid me X amount to play this game. This is shit. Review done. Like because they're just cutting the. No one bites the hand that feeds, right? And that's mm. the difficulty. Um, so yeah, it, but the, another beauty is when these games are free to play. Don't fucking matter, really, does it? Don't matter. Yeah. Put your fucking... What about the old old school game reviewers? They're like, look, it's a 9 out of 10 jobby. How do, they fit, how do they fit in yeah. with the modern day streamer where, you know, uh, a Mr. Matty plays who's a, like an Xbox player, doesn't even give it out of 10. He just says, buy, wait for a sale, mm. don't bother jobby. And you've got, obviously, IGN, and they're like, yeah, it's an 8.0, 9.0. Like... Where do they mm. fit in? Because, you know, at the end of the day, they're one and the same. They're reporting on an opinion of a video game. And I know yeah. that some people feel like the YouTubers are... It's a bit of the Wild West. Like, you don't, know mm. really, you don't really know what's what money's being done. I like, mm. I like to think that IGN, GameSpot, you know, the, the big guys out there aren't doing that. And there's never really mm. been a scandal around that other than maybe 30 years ago. Where do they fit in? Because do they even... I mean, other than our fantasy gaming league where we take their scores as gospel because it's it, it defines whether you win or lose, Like, what influence do they have and will that wane over the years? I think it depends on... I, I don't know. It feels slightly old school versus new school, doesn't it? In, in, yeah, in a way. it is, and it is. <clears throat> um, and I know that you're quite old school in the way that you look at the reviews and stuff for those you you'd like those old school review mechanisms from the IGNs and whatnot. You like looking at those. I like a score what? for the gaming mm. league. That's <laughs> that's it. I I don't uh, like people that don't put scores on them because I'm thinking you're scared. What are you scared of? You're scared of putting a ten out on ten in case it ain't because it probably What do you isn't. prefer uh, would you put do you prefer a scale like that? Or would you prefer a buy it or or I wouldn't bother. And this is a cop-out. Ultimately, it depends who's doing it. If it's someone I trust, I don't care what scale they do, as long as they can convey yeah, it yeah. to me in a in a way that I can understand and go right off the back of that. But to be fair, mm. like, this is another thing. Like, there's very few occasions where I go into paying 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever the price is for a game without knowing loads Without mm. doing my own research and being like, yep. "Will I enjoy this?" Mm. Let's see what let's see what Doctor Disrespect says. He's, yeah. he, he might have been more typical game. Let's just listen. Let's see what Easy Allies say. Let's see what Sifted mm. say. Let's see what Ijen is saying. And this look at Open Critic. Fuck yeah. me, it's at ninety-one. Okay, but I'm not like before that's even happened. I will do as much research as I can. Yes, you understand the challenges the developer might have had when they're doing it. Well, look, Are there any look, changes in storyline? If, if I don't like a multiplayer-only game, I'm not saying I don't, I'm just saying for an example, if I don't like multiplayer-only games, mm. I'm not likely to play a multiplayer-only game. I'm not going to spend money on that because yeah. I've just done my own research. Like You have to just take it upon yourself and just have a little mm. look. There is an element of it where you can go, like, for example, Overwatch 2, when that eventually drops, right? I'm going to probably like that. I don't need to sit here and go, what's it all about? Who are the characters? I know what I'm getting from a sequel like that. Um, And I guess that's part of it that comes into it. Obviously, you'd look at the studio that's developed it. Have they produced games that I liked before? All all, all that sort of stuff comes into play. Um, but I, I think, and one of the things I really like about streamers is that generally they're pretty impartial. Their revenue isn't based on reviews. They're not there, you know, to review games. They're there to play games. And I think generally my gut feel is that they would generally be more honest. 
and that's not saying that reviewers aren't, but um, well, you'll get a less. Also... You'll get a less. You just get a raw opinion. You won't yeah. get. You won't get yeah, the yeah. fluffy. Oh, the the controls are a little bit awkward here. Like the mm. YouTuber or the influencer will be like, "It's shit." Like they'll yeah. they'll lay it down to you in a term that might make more sense to you, or at least compatibilize with yourself. Because yeah, yeah. I think it, I just think Jim. Who was it? Ray Navarez Junior. So Brown Man. He was playing a game that came out a little while ago on stream, uh, and he got an hour through, and he went, "Oh, this ain't for me." <laughs> he was like, "This is what you get." He was like, "You've seen what you get in." It's like I've played an hour of it. I can't play anymore, and just cut off. Then and he just played something else. But it, it, it's interesting to see them when they do pick up some games. Especially variety streamers, because there will be some that they do and they don't like. Um, but that's I think the, generally, but that's that's what I think is the ultimate key. You find out what they do and they don't like. Yeah, and you will you will understand this over time. Mm. So basically, you find a game that you that you like, they didn't potentially. Mm. What's their opinion? Okay, didn't like that X, Y, and Z. So it's about finding the right people. That it is suit your needs, and there's never yeah. a like for like. There's never nah. Ronnie's never going to find his fucking twin brother anywhere because he ain't, is he? We know that. We know that Ronnie nah. Mark Two don't exist. He's not. He's not out there. It's he's, just about relying on people that have generally given you good advice. Yeah, basically, yeah. And it's it, like when you review films now, and you go, "Not a Biff film." It's like you know it's him not. well enough to go whether that person is going to enjoy that, that film or not. He and takes it as an insult. <laughs> it's not. I'm just saying don't waste your time, Biff. You're so uptight in your film criticism. You won't like this, be mm. Yeah, but it's interesting. I think bringing it back to your original question, um, the new I post. think there's a place for both. There's, mm. there's a oh, place yeah. for both. Yeah, of course um, but I will. I I the thing that I think gives the advantage for the streamers is that you're getting the real time opinions and you're seeing it for yourself. <clears throat> so they're sort of playing it through, saying, "Oh, I don't like that," or "That's a bit annoying," or this, that, and the other. Whilst you're also thinking, "Yeah, that would annoy me a bit," or I think, oh, "That's you know, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. That's not a problem." <laughs> um, but it doesn't always work, right? Because you can't sit there. If I was watching someone play God of War, you know. You're watching them play that game, so you think, "Well, now I'm going to have to go up there and play all of that, or at least the first three hours, and I've already seen all that or whatever." So it doesn't always work, does it? No, it's not. It's not. There's no easy way of doing it. it. Is what it is. People just have to have a, a go at it. Find the right people. Find those people that you trust, and you know some, and they'll let you down eventually. They will. They'll say, "Oh, this is yeah. great," and you'll play it and go, "That ain't great." And you've got well, to be, didn't like it. You've got yeah, to yeah. be prepared for that. It's just that sometimes that sort of stuff happens. That you're. I tell you what, you just got to realise you're you're your own human. There you go. Do your own research. Listen to some of the others you trust, and then go. Do I want to take the plunge or not? But if you've got Game Pass, most of the time it don't matter anyway. Well, yeah, back down to that fucking shit house. Feel laughing. Paper pipe says. Like buying tech today, we'll do our own research with the help of others. It's a mix. Reviews help. But I won't buy mm. a Tom a Tom Tom if a Garmin is better for me personally. We'll listen to MMO reviews over COD reviews on the new world. I mean, he's right there. So basically, that last point, he's going to go to people that play MMOs. He's not going to go to Jay Frag, Jack Frags and say, what's new world like? Because he's going to be like, it's shit. Like, I don't like this. He'll go to someone who plays MMOs and enjoys them. So that's how you someone get asked someone asked not to disrespect uh, whether he'd ever play a New World. Um, and I don't know if it's that quote, but he was like, "Why would I play a piece of shit like that?" Like well, he's like, "Where's what? What am I getting out of that? Just pressing basics of buttons, like mashing them." And he was like, "There's no. Where's the skill in it?" And he was, he, yeah, he was just like, there's no challenge, there's no, it's not good content. I'm not, I'm, of course, I'm not playing it. So to Piper's point, he's, he's right. You don't go, you know, you don't go to him. You for, don't come for to me MMO. for multiplayer opinions. That's why you're well, here. Yeah. 
I mean, we're back round to why you're on episode 74, the landmark episode. <laughs> Although actually, by now, yeah. I've got a feeling it's going to be separated into two. So it's going to it be. It does feel that way. It well, does. I was, I was looking at the time, thinking, that's unsurprisingly, two. overcooked it. Is he going to cut this up and try and Absolutely. cut the waffle, which is a lot of work? Right. If, or is I he just get, gonna... if I can get two weeks out of doing this, I'll take it. Nothing's going to happen <laughs> between now and then. And Adkins can fill in if he needs to. <laughs> it's a beautiful situation for everyone. But anyway, win, win. we did get through everything, although it took up all the time it that it should. And we had some good input from the chat, as we always do. And the comments in YouTube iTunes, people are writing reviews in there now, apparently. And uh, I've been told to say, put five stars only. Don't put anything else in. So, I mean, would you listen to a three-star podcast? You'd be like, well, that's not good enough. Because everything's like four and three quarters nowadays. You go on Amazon and you go, ask the review. It's always four and three quarters. And you're like, okay, I trust it. It's got to be over four and a yeah. half stars. So that's, like, that's, that's, that's the minimum now, isn't it? Don't put toot to us. Anyway, look, we'll be back next Monday, as long as it ain't fucking Christmas, because this might have taken up six months worth of fucking content. <laughs> and, um, well, nothing else for us to stay. Patreon.com slash DimpDigital, if you want to tip us. If you're in the Twitch world, and you might think you're not involved in the Twitch world, but if you're watching that fella in the high castle, yeah, that means you've got Amazon Prime, Correct. Frog? Yep. yep. Sorry. Yep. That means Didn't know that was rhetorical. Or if not. if you have Amazon Prime, you can fund us for free by going to Twitch.tv/slash/DimpDigital, linking your Amazon Prime to either a newly made Twitch account or an existing Twitch account, and you can press subscribe for free, and we'll get a um, we'll get a beer off of Asda. I looked the other day; it was one seventy for a proper job. Not bad. No, so I ordered eight, but I need more. <laughs> anyway, let's cull this shit house. If you've listened, thank you. If you've watched, thank you. We'll see you next Monday on Idle Game Chat. Thanks for your time. Baby! And ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.